We play and call it work. Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of Painting Auxilium. With me, your host, Mini Wargamer Chris. The painting show about answering your painting questions and your hobby needs, be it painting, conversions, terrain, or anything in general as far as painting and hobbying are concerned. Sorry, I'm just making sure all the, uh, the gears are turning. <laughs> so again, this is the show about answering your questions. This is all about you guys and what might uh, be troubling you as far as you know painting uh, is concerned, be it particular techniques, color schemes, who knows? Anything and everything. It's all about you guys. And of course, you may have noticed for anybody who's following us on the social medias, Facebooks and stuff like that, that uh, we are going to be taking, or doing, I should say, I will be doing painting classes, painting auxilum painting classes. So for anybody coming into the bunker, starting the 17th of this month, uh, links will be on the Facebook and such. It's all over the social media. We, we just made a post about it today, uh, day of filming, which is August 2nd, 2019. <laughs> so painting classes, they're going to be happening here at the bunker. And uh, you can sign up. Uh, ticket prices are reasonable. And of course, uh, these will be mostly hands-on type of classes. And uh, the first subject we will cover is mastering the base coat. Being... Just laying down a nice, smooth base coat on your models. One of the fundamentals I often talk about, three fundamentals we do talk about a lot. This is one of them. And of course, we're going to get into uh, also uh, with this uh, subject matter, uh, laying a nice, smooth base coat. Of course, that'll be uh, brush control, thinning, all these factors, as well as we will get into uh, brush care as well showing people how to properly take care of their brushes so that they will last a while especially for those on a budget and you know don't have millions of dollars to spend on paintbrushes uh i i you know i don't know many people who do have millions of dollars to spend and just chuck brushes away and you know especially good sable haired brushes because those are expensive those are expensive brushes and you know realistically if you're treating sable-haired brushes like garbage and just chucking them willy-nilly and just ruining them and, and everything like that, that, you know, that's wasteful because an animal was farmed so that you could have those hairs. And now you might say, well, what about the nylon brushes, the plastic brushes, right? Well, <laughs> plastic is made from oils, right? So, you know millions of animals had to die millions of years ago to, to provide that plastic but again that plas whole plastic process it's a, it's a huge process right and so anyway <laughs> before i go off on a complete tangent here necron dunbringer hi chris hi woodsy 568 ahoy hoy ahoy hoy ahoy hoy <laughs> Necron Dawnbringer, did you not say you were doing an episode this week? Not doing an episode this week? No, that was last week. Wasn't it? Or did I do an episode last week? No, I think that was last week we were talking about that. I wasn't going to do one. Because uh, the week previous... Yeah, because I was off last week. Yeah, I was off last week. I wasn't here last week. I came back this week. And so I'm here, ready to go. All fired up. 
I'm getting excited about these painting classes because, you know, I do enjoy, okay? I do enjoy talking to you guys. And, I mean, there is a bit of feedback, you know, we're, we're chatting and such. But it's not like, it's not like uh, when we're in person together. And I can physically show you exactly what I'm talking about, right? And, you know, and you can ask your questions immediately as we're back and forth as far as how I'm instructing as you know what we're doing and what we're talking about and what you want to learn and there's so much I know so much you guys want to learn and you know I do have the info and you know I do have the capacity to uh, explain things uh, it seems to be my lot in life when I was a young fella I'm gonna go off on another tangent here when I was a young fella a younger fella um, a lot of people often always said, you know, Christy should be a teacher. You should be a teacher. And I often considered becoming a teacher. It was it was one of the career choices that I, I considered. You know, military was another one as well. But, you know, <laughs> I know it seems pretty extreme, right? Military? Teacher? Uh, or maybe not. Maybe they're, very, maybe they're much closer than we actually think they are. I don't know. But either way. Um, Uncle Servo, save the bristles, save the planet. Boy, you know why not right i mean i'm not i'm not huge on um you know save the planet kind of you know because oftentimes it gets a little bit militant and uh you know like it just it, it it becomes uh it becomes a religion almost you know what i mean like it just very fixed ideas about things and just it's not my bag i like to be free-flowing i like to be uh you know rolling with the punches as it were i like to adapt and so sometimes, you know, and I'm, I mean, save the, save the planet obviously is, is a smart thing. But I mean, how did we end up in this position where we got to be? Save the planet, right? What led it to the situation? Save the planet is not, that's kind of a, you know, a diagnosis of the issue. But, it, you know, anything we come up with as far as the goal of save the planet. But no, it's, it's correct human nature. That's the real thing. It's correct human nature, not just save the planet. Dr. Vulcan, hello everyone. Hello, Dr. Vulcan. Necron Dawnbringer, oh, my mistake. Yeah, it was last week, I think. Yeah, I think, right? I don't know, I'm terrible. I, man, I got a wicked bad memory, because... <laughs> what happened last week? I don't even know. I took her easy, took her easy. Took some vacation time. <laughs> Uncle Servo subscribed at Tier 1. They've subscribed for two months. Well, thank you, Uncle Servo, for subscribing to our Twitch. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, you've been finding uh, great value in this. DM Crab. Hey, Chris, I love the new contrast paints. I've painted dozens of Tyranids in just a few weeks, and they look great. Send a pic. Hey, did you guys... <coughs> we made a post. I remember we talked about this in the last painting, Xillum. Uh, hashtagging, like an Instagram. You know, when people want to share their photos. Hashtag painting Auxilum. Uh, and, you know, because I do check. I do check the Instagrams. And, um, you know, I want to see the, the stuff you guys are working on as far as, you know, uh, painting auxiliums. Cause, sorry, I'm on my phone right now. I'm, I'm trying to, to find it. I mean, I, I could pull it up, I guess, on the, on the thing here. But, you know, the thing, the thing about the things. So, yeah, painting auxilium. Hashtag that. Hashtag it and start making posts in there. And, uh, you know, again, like I said, we'll the previous episode you know we'll do uh 
a little segment where we we browse the Instagram hashtag painting auxilum and that way you guys can just show off what you're working on you know don't be shy don't be shy you know feel free to share so yeah DM um, share share with your pictures <laughs> Starmex hello Chris hello Starmex DM crab I was in the military for 28 years then became a teacher there we go so you know our 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 lives could have been very similar in that regards in an alternate timeline we probably are in, in an alternate timeline you're here doing a painting auxilium show and I'm watching having lived the military teacher life just think about that another timeline another timeline I'm a frog That's fun. I, I, I love I, I love the idea of like multiple timeline kind of things, and it's just fun. I shouldn't actually drink the pop while I'm doing while I'm talking because I'll probably get a little big burp while I'm halfway through this. <laughs> Jack Streacher Strelcher, hi Chris. Can you tell the others that the Vault videos can't be accessed by members for some reason? Really? Uh, okay. Let me see. I. You know what? I hadn't. I hadn't even looked. I was on. Um, I was on the site just this morning, and so Vault videos cannot be accessed. Eh? Okay, so it's not. Uh. Ooh, look at that. Okay, hold on. Here. Let's go to Quick Tips. Let's see here. Uh, let's go let's pick an let's pick an older vault video let's go with yeah this one from May 31st I click it I see video I hit play on video whoa jeez Louise better turn that volume down a bit holy carmoles the video plays for me um but there is in the upper right corner uh, message develops so message message the developer um, and be specific as far as what's occurring obviously right uh, if you've ever you know messaged for any kind of troubleshooting or anything like that um, yeah so uh, for me that that obviously I mean you heard the, the video music kick right in right and you, you heard it but yes um, one of the other things I know, and it was happening to me, was uh, your standing. So if you're a vault member, you might have got kicked out. And so they have to reattach that portion to your account. And so it might be just that simple of a solution for you. So hopefully that helps. Uh, message support, message the developer. And um, yeah, hopefully they can get that corrected for you. Um, but yeah, it's it sounds like I mean again it's a new site, so there are going to be kinks and stuff like that. So you know, please bear with us and you know as we uh, go through these new brand new growing pains with this site. But yeah, Uncle Serbo, I've become sold on contrast paints as well. I especially love the Orc Flesh and Snakebite Leather. Love Snakebite Leather. Love it because it's got the old school name and it's such a fantastic color. Uh, orc flesh yeah fantastic color as well um but yeah the contrast paints i mean you know they're paints right so you know they're another tool in the tool shed 
and you know they just they can achieve certain things pretty easily some things yeah they, they are a little bit lacking they're not the end-all be-all of paints but show me a paint line that is the end-all be-all of paint lines you know what i mean like there it doesn't exist it doesn't exist and so yeah they're a lot of fun i highly recommend them i like them um Um, uh, I've started using contrast with my new Chaos Knights, and I'm loving it. Almost finished the first War Dog. Cool. Again, send pics or hashtag it. Painting Auxilium. My gosh, people. Hashtag. Use them hashtags. You know what? I'm gonna pull up Instagram on this, just in case we do move to a uh, Instagram kind of portion of the show. Uh, and of course, man, I forgot. Else. Man, I, I'm way off on my spiel this morning, or this afternoon. Um, also, if you're brand new to this hobby, okay, or you need questions and you're not able to attend live, you can also head over to the Facebook, Mini Wargaming Facebook post. We usually post every Wednesday, and you can submit your questions there. And, of course, you can also attach pictures in your comment as well you're able to have your question and i will read it onto the show and of course if you're uh, also we're also going to use the hashtag painting auxilium so feel free to use that on the instagram side of things uh if you want to share your pictures on there as well so that's a thing as well <laughs> um dm crab chris i don't have that the hair that you do so the alternate timeline thing would not work but in the alternate timeline, there is one where you have tons of hair. And there's also one where it's, like, smooth. <laughs> so, you know. Take take rest in that. <laughs> Uncle Servo at DM Crab. I'm sure there's an alternate timeline where you have the awesome stash, and he doesn't. Exactly. <laughs> I think this, this might even be... Uh, against the timeline I might I might even be in the wrong timeline I might have crossed dimensions at some point and I'm in the wrong timeline that's entirely possible I'm open to that being an entire a, a possibility uh, what were we looking for oh painting auxilium painting auxilium there we go so we're watching it oh good god that picture of me with that stupid can on my head. Uh, uh. So, speaking of Facebook questions, let's jump over to the Facebook side of things. And let's have a peek at one of the questions. This one is from Joshua Jones. Hello, Chris. Follow up on the Star Drake Nebula effect. I don't have an airbrush and a very limited paint range. How would blend the color closer to each other and so he provides a picture of what he's talking about here as he wants to create the nebula effect but he does not have an airbrush can we go to that one because oh, yeah, we got more pictures over here so he's creating the nebula effect and you don't have the airbrush now that believe it or not it's not hard <clears throat> This is an excellent opportunity to try your hand at wet on wet blending. Um, you could achieve a pretty close result using dry brushing. 
Uh, you could also layer in these effects. Uh, that one uh, would be very time consuming and require you to really kind of finesse your paint. Um, honestly, without an airbrush, I personally would probably try and do, if I was trying to go with this effect, I don't know if I've shown anything like it, but uh, I definitely would go for a, uh, a wet on wet, wet blend. And yeah, so here's showing us a different angle. I'm not sure exactly what was going on here. This actually looks a bit more like he was blending it. Oop, there was two replies to that. There we go. And so yeah, this almost looks like he was trying to glaze it a bit. So, back to the original post here. Um, yeah, you can see, um, you know, you, you have the abrupt things here. Now, when you're laying down color like this in this kind of fashion, now the the other the other thing that you might be having trouble with, as well, is the fact that you're trying to build these colors up on top of the black, and that might be causing you a bit of problem. <clears throat> yeah, I realize that space is black, but the cloak itself does not have to be this black. And in fact, afterwards, once you've laid these galaxies and stuff down, you can actually come in with black afterwards, right? So that is another possibility. Oh, you're here. Sorry, I just looked over at the comments now and just see. You know, okay, I'll try the wet blending. Wet blending, yeah, this is. Um, I do have many videos on doing wet blending. Uh, if you're a vault member, if you're not a vault member. Uh, you can always try it for seven days for free. Be sure to get the silver membership so that you get access to all the videos. And I have it on the... I don't have it. Oh, I'm not logged in. Oh, I'm not logged in. Oh, I don't even want to try this. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Well, let's go with search. Search, search. And let's go wet blend. Oh, I like that. Click that. That doesn't happen. Wet blend here we go what do we get what do we get okay so we get a whole bunch here we get a cloak i thought i did the galaxies one and i showed wet blending i might not have um because i have shown the galaxies one let's try galaxies galaxies right do I know how to spell? Do I know how to spell? Yeah, transitions, uh, galaxies, painting galaxies by brush and by airbrush. Large surfaces, transition into galaxies, painting galaxies by brush. So I have shown it a few times. Let's it multiple times for some reason. But anyway, um, so I do have a few videos on galaxies doing it by brush by airbrush large surfaces smaller surfaces transitioning into it and all that so oh you're a lifetime member awesome oh thanks to the 24-hour stream <laughs> well very cool okay so galaxies i've got videos on painting galaxies hopefully that can serve as some inspiration give you some insight kind of give you ideas on how you're going to achieve your desired result um Again, like I said, wet blending is, in, is one way to go about it. Layering, you know, uh, not starting off so black, but you already done it black. So don't bother trying to repaint it or anything like that. Just work with what you got. So you started out black, fine, no problems. You're just gonna have to build the colors up a bit. I would try wet blending. 
Um, I mean, you could dry brush it as well, especially with a larger surface like that. Dry brushing actually might achieve a bit of desired result. Uh, if you're going to dry brush it, I would use like semi-circular type motions very lightly and slowly build those transitions out. Uh, the only danger being of that is, of course, you could possibly end up laying uh, quite a bit of paint down and get ending up with a quite a chalky finish. So that's why... I'm, I'm kind of reluctant to, to advise it, but if you're more comfortable with dry brushing, something like that, by all means, give it a try. Uh, but wet blending it. Uh, and the other thing is, is that it's a spiral. And so remember when you're, you're when you're doing your wet blends to to do your brush strokes following the little tendrils of the galaxy outwards, right? Because in those videos that show how to do the stars, the stars that's wicked easy, right? It's, it's just you know toothbrush and paint and you know what I mean? And you're, and you're good. But getting those transitions to happen, yeah. And you might want to even do a combination. You might want to do a little bit of layering, a little bit of blending, and a little bit of dry brushing. Again, you know, don't, don't, um, don't get into the mindset that one particular technique will achieve a desired result. Multiple techniques can be used in conjunction with each other to achieve a desired result. So don't, don't, narrow your vision in that regards as far as you know well i can only dry brush this this is a particular thing and it can be only dry brushed forget that okay you can wet blend it you can dry brush it you can layer it you can do all sorts of things and to get what you're looking for right you know like glazing glaze the entire thing no you can, you can glaze certain portions of it you can dry brush a little bit of it you know what i mean and you know you can start off with wet blend do a little bit of glaze and clean it up and then dry brush just to finish off some high points you know what i mean like there's many different ways you can employ all these different brush techniques to achieve your desired results so don't uh don't become very you know horse blinder kind of thing and just you know you can only go about it in one way Uncle Servo, I posted a pic and a question on Facebook on Wednesday featuring those awesome size contrast paints. Very cool. Um, DM Graf, I remember a day when Chris had hair down to his waist. Yes, yes, I did. I only cut it just over a year ago, so it wasn't entirely that long ago that I did cut it. But I'm glad I cut it. I mean, I, I could easily just grow it right back out again, like just, you know let it all well there would be that awkward phase where like the hair would just be kind of everywhere but um yeah once it all starts to hang then it's okay and then it starts to look you know uh all right and then yeah but anyway um <laughs> uh, necron donbringer just downloaded instagram and uploaded something to painting auxilium and that looked that looked nice starmac yeah it did so far it looked good yeah I think you're on the right track. Don't be discouraged. Just keep going. Just keep going. Yeah. You, you're not on the wrong path as far as what you had laid out. Just keep going. Just keep going. It'll be okay. We'll get through it. <laughs> uh, let's do another question. This one is from Eric Allen. Chris, any tips on painting dead skin and slash flesh? I'm trying to get my war boss done and I don't like the way his trophy head is looking. Any tips on painting skulls would be appreciated as well. And so he's posted a picture 
Aquachaw. Oh, that's not big enough. There we go. Okay. So here is his war boss. Ah, I like it. I like all the color. I like uh, I like he brought out the texture with some dry brushing. It looks pretty darn neat. I like it. It's fun. It's orky. Yeah. Uh, and so what was he? He's trying to do the war boss down. He doesn't like the way his trophy head is looking. The trophy head is looking. Okay. Any tips on painting the skulls would be appreciated as well. Oh, right. You wanted to know about dead flesh. Okay. So dead flesh and um, painting the skulls. Well, you could very simply apply a layer. Well, the dry brushing. Oh, I can't quite zoom in on these. The dry brushing on the skull. Like I can see on the teeth. And it actually looks like the paint is a little bit heavy. I can see a bit of, quite a bit of chalkiness. Now, it might be just a paint job, or it might be just the way the paint is looking, that it looks kind of thick on the teeth. And so I would recommend, like, uh, coming in... Well, you probably could even do it right on top of this, but if you had, say, Skeleton Horde, the new contrast color, that would achieve, I think, a, the look you're after. If you're looking for how GW uh, does skulls, and you want to emulate that kind of style... Um, yeah, Skeleton Horde definitely will be your, your pal in that regards. It's a fantastic color. The browns, like I said, I've said it many times. The browns in that new contrast line, uh, they're just fantastic. And, you know, they have, they have so many different things to offer. Oh, and I see you got the heads on the belt as well, right? That's the dead flesh we're talking about. So, uh, I do have a few videos in the vault on painting uh you know, dead flesh. Um, let me see here. Let me see. Dead. No, not Ed. Dead flesh. Uh, uh, uh. Uh. I have a few on doing the flesh. Marathi, the stink flesh. Rodigus's flesh. Rodigus flesh, yeah. Uh. Skaven flesh, pink horror flesh. Oh, the dead skin. Okay, so there is one. Uh, let's go to this screen. Yeah, so there is one here. This is um, the cloak, the tabard on that elf character from Silver Tower. Yeah. I don't know why the colors look so messed up here, but anyway. Like the thumbnail images look really funny. But anyway. There's some dead flesh. I typed in dead flesh and it got me a whole bunch of flesh uh, videos. Small flesh, large flesh. Painting flay flesh. That's some of Janine's videos. Her how-to series. I don't know if she's done any undead flesh though. Like I'm thinking like a lot of videos. Um, They've shown flesh, but I don't like, or like, uh, like they were part of a tutorial where I was showing, you know, like, I think the closest one will be that, um, Silver Tower video. Um, and yeah. So anyway, in a nutshell, how I would personally go about doing dead flesh, uh, I'd probably start off with a color, like say, uh, Rakarth flesh. Yeah. Rakarth flesh, I would say. 
uh, and then take uh, give it a slight thinned out shade wash of say uh, Druchy Violet and or Beltan Green or maybe even do like a slight mix or do a blend or you know whichever give me those purples and greens in the flesh tone and then add uh, a bit of um, what is it what's the lighter flesh tone well I probably just add something like say screaming skull screaming skull screaming skull to car flesh kind of a one to two right one screaming skull to two Ricard flesh do a highlight just pick up the high points then maybe a one-to-one -one of screaming skull and Ricard flesh fine-tune little highlights here and there and then if absolutely need be oh no it's uh pallid witch flesh that's it that's a good that's a good color pallid witch flesh and in fact you could even start with pallid witch flesh as well i like ricard flesh um just as the base just to kind of build up but uh there's many times i think i've done uh older uh styles as well where i did like pallid witch flesh uh and then i turned ricard flesh into a shade wash and then applied that and then just built the highlights and then of course came in with purples and just kind of added some you know some necrotic type tones but uh yeah so there are a few videos on flesh um maybe even undead let me try undead undead what does undead get me undead's gonna get me a bunch of videos of undead but painting tutorials i want painting to oh nagash yeah the painting series on i did on nagash a long time ago have quick tips on skulls that doesn't really help no so yeah so uh, there are a few on fleesh fleesh flesh over on the instagram side of things uh painting auxilium oh here we go okay so let's go really quickly here looking at the hashtag painting auxilium this one here is from Joshua Jones. Oh, Joshua Jones. <laughs> uh, I like... Is that a metallic blue over all the blue? I see it like on the lance or on the, on the guard on the gun. But is the rest of the armor like that? Because it looks like metallic blue. And is that metallic blue? But you're doing kind of this mottled-like look? That's very interesting. If that's the case. If it's modeled blue, kind of like, uh, you know, the Eldar Altiok, you know, the blue-yellow scheme. If it's kind of like that, that's cool as well. Don't get me wrong. Uh, it looks like you're off to a really fun start here. Um, I like I like the, the, the contrast of the armor, or the metal, the blue, and then with that gold. You know, and if you keep that gold nice and bright in contrast to that, you know, very textured blue, I think it'd be very interesting. Nicholas Moore showing us his Nurgle. Very, very cool. Nice and clean. I like the pustules. It's looking good, man. I think with the streaks on the armor, uh, I think 
try not to be so uniform in the application of that. What I mean is that all the little lines that you're creating, the streaks, don't make them all the same length, thickness, or intensity, and vary it a little bit. Maybe make them a little bit more intense, closer in towards, you know, angles on the model, or, you know what I mean? Think about how the weathering and that wear and that, you know, that, how the, the erosion of that occurs, right? And so it's maybe up on top, it's not quite as heavy, whereas down as you get closer towards the ground, maybe the, the, uh, the rust and grime builds up a little heavier, you know what I mean? Start thinking in those kind of terms, right? Just to create some variation on that surface. But otherwise, um, Nicholas, I think it looks great. Uh, nice and clean. Um, and yeah, awesome stuff. And uh, Eric Allen, thank you for uh, posting on the um, the channel or on the um, on the uh, Facebook post. Uh, hopefully, Eric, uh, that helped as far as you know uh, some flesh, get, you know, doing the flesh tones. Uh, like I said, there's a few videos on it, but like as I described, you know, using those colors. Uh, and as far as the skulls, um, yeah. Um, Oh, Uncle Servo, you're Eric. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, he says, the trophy head is on the right-hand side. The skull two, Skeleton Horde. Got it. Oh, Skeleton Horde. Got it. Thank you. Yeah. And give that a try. Skeleton Horde. I didn't realize, Uncle Servo, that you are here. <laughs> that you're Eric. Um, so, yeah. Uh, as far as the flesh is concerned, if you're a vault member, great. Check them out. If you're not, try it for free. And of course, uh, as I described, you know, start off with card flesh, give it a shade wash, juju violet, beltan green, uh, not heavy, thinned out, uh, just apply it into where you want you know, those colors to occur, and then add screaming skull or pallid witch flesh to Ricard flesh and build up two or three highlight layers, you know, like start off kind of broad, a little bit thinner, and then tiny little spots, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> Uncle Servo, yep, that's me. Yeah, I didn't, I, I don't know, we're not on all, all everybody's first name basis here, you know, so. <laughs> But again, thank you for making the post. And um, yeah, and uh, the model so far looks great. Uh, looks like a lot of fun. Uh, Lavarius, hey Chris, spelled my name wrong. I'm going to be painting three squads of dark Eldar with the edge lighting for with the edge lighting for color as shown on the boxes. How can I make sure to have sharp, non-thick lines? Okay, so to make sure that you've got pretty darn decent edges on your highlighting, um, one, make sure you have a brush that uh, is clean and comes to a nice point. Now, you can use a detail brush for this. Uh, sometimes I, I use just like my base coating brush. Uh, I use a number one artist opus and it, it does a lot of the things I wanted to do, including up to, up to and including eyeballs. Um, you know, as long as you take care of your brushes, they'll, they'll, they'll take care of you. And um, thinning out your color. Not too thin. Uh, it's more like if you're thinking of ratios of thinning the color and to get it to flow nicely uh, for edge highlighting uh, because you don't want it too thin because then it'll just kind of like fall all over the place on the surface. And you don't want it too thick because then it kind of like as you're drawing it along, 
it'll kind of like skip along and it's almost like dry brushing where it'll leave like little pock marks if it's too dry or too thick uh so you often want to thin it so if you're thinking about ratios i think it'd be more along the lines of say four paint to one medium or water you can use either or in this instance when highlighting when you're getting into glazing and you know stuff that kind of stuff i often recommend mediums as opposed to using water i know there's a lot of artists out there who use water but it, it's taken them a lot of trial and error to get to that point and just recommending it to somebody you know again it's kind of tough but if you're willing to put the time in to you know properly uh experiment and, and do that then you know by all means you know you, you, great that you're willing to take that time but you know uh, mediums make the life just a little bit easier and it keeps the paint consistency consistent uh and yeah so yeah it's more like four to one so very very little thinning needed but a little bit of thinning is needed and oftentimes when i'm doing it i often just i often recommend uh, just the dampness of the brush you probably heard me say this one a few times the dampness of the brush now all that i mean by that is when i dunk my brush in oftentimes i'll rinse it i'll dry it off and then i'll just quickly dunk it into the, my water give it a quick snap and that residual water in that bristle for a dollop of paint so just like if i took in one little dollop of paint on my palette that much moisture in my paint and i use that to thin and that's it so like like i said it's more like four to one kind of ratio it's not very much and um the other thing about um about doing edge highlight here let me see if i can show it kind of on camera here a bit uh yeah this this brush will do this is uh, just a regular old Taclon kind of, it's Curry's series. It's Curry's, curries.com. I think it's a Canadian company. But anyway, the bristles. Now this brush is not coming to a nice point, but that's not the, that's not the point. Um, so when you're drawing your paint, okay, and if you're doing edge highlighting, typically for a lot of the edges on the surface, especially dark elder, like around the edges of the shoulder pads, uh, the bottom of the plates and stuff like that, you're, when you're drawing your brush through the paint, you're only allowing the paint gather halfway up the bristles and then so let's pretend uh here you know let's pretend this phone here is our model's edge say this is the edge of an armor plate you're going to use the side of your bristles see how the the tip of the brush is not really touching the model but it's the sides of the bristles and you draw it along the edge and that usually is a great way to keep the um the uh edges nice and sharp because all you're doing and you're not applying pressure you're not you're not you're not applying any pressure onto the surface you're just kind of letting it sit there and just move along and that's it as you get finer and finer like i know like there's some of the plates that are kind of overlapping you just use like the very tip edge if your brush comes to a nice sharp point use just that front edge just that first like half millimeter of brush space and you use that edge and just do those little points because you don't want the tip of the brush touching the surface you just want to use the side of it uh, and then, of course, the other way is because if you got a nice sharp brush, you just come in and you just come straight in and just do that edge. If you're very, if you're, if you're confident in your brush handling ability, uh, if you're not, then yeah, it's a lot easier just to use the sides of your bristles to go along those edges. Um, it doesn't really get much easier than that. I mean, you could use other things, but they're really convoluted and not necessary. You can do it all with just your brush and so yeah so hopefully uh laverius that helps um again 
uh, it's just having your paint just flow just a little bit thinner just a bit not much you're not really thinning it's not like you're thinning it for base coating or glazing or you know anything like that it's just a little bit thinner it's just to help with the flow just a little bit and uh, using the sides of the hairs of your of your brush making sure that your brush comes to a nice fine point uh, you don't be surprised that as you lay the paint down you pretty much only go the length of an edge and have to draw a little bit more paint and then come along and do another edge draw a little bit more paint do another little edge. you know what I mean like don't be surprised if that's your process then you're gonna have to go through because yeah just to maintain a nice sharp point nice level of paint you know yeah just keep practicing you will get there don't worry if it doesn't work out the first time just be conscious of what you're doing and go oh okay I see what I did there and then come in and correct and you know you'll, you'll get it don't worry Necron Dawnbringer there's seven picks there you should be able to scroll to the next one hmm I thought it'd be a bit of a variation on it but maybe not enough um well I mean like as far as uh the um as far as like the weathering was concerned like on the armor yeah it, it feels a bit uniform like like what I'm talking about like uniform here let's go let's come back to the picture uh, can I zoom in on these can I zoom in I can't zoom in son of a gun does that help and eh, not really okay so like for example see like along this facet of the armor see how the streaks are all the same length that's the kind of thing I'm talking about see here it's not so bad see a few of them are of uh you know varying length but yeah the other thing i would try it's a little bit trickier but with practice you can get a really nice effect is starting your brush stroke at the bottom and bring up right so get your brush to a nice sharp click the arrow Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know the internet. <laughs> uh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> but yeah, see, like this is the kind of thing I'm talking about right here. See, some of them feel just kind of uniform. They're all stopping at about the same kind of point. And it doesn't have to be that way. Some of these could run almost the entire length or just be just a little bit. Like you got a little bit of variation here, but like these two segments here these feel like the same length it, it feels like a medium length short length long thick length medium length or long long length medium length and the long thick one you know what i mean like there is variation but i'm seeing repeated uh, uh um uh, repeating repeating uh, patterns here and it doesn't have to be that way and i think because of the asymmetrical nature of the way these uh textures and such are laid out that your your painting of it should be asymmetric as well so I guess you know a little heavy on one side maybe two thinner elements on the other side kind of thing but yeah does, does that make does that make sense Nicholas does that make sense yeah see how it feels pretty uniform some of them don't have to be there doesn't even have to be weathering on some points right it can be just you know one heavy one here and then two little thin ones and then maybe a thick one running here and then two little thin ones and then maybe another thick one here and maybe another thick one and then you know what I mean like it, it doesn't have to be uniform see I like it kind of like here you got a lot of variation going on here and I think like one, like I see this one point here and I see one thicker one kind of running down like that again though um, 
Yeah. So anyway, as I was mentioning, um, yeah, doing the brush stroke. If you got a nice fine brush, it comes to a nice fine point. Start your brush stroke where you want the end of the streak to go, and then draw your brush up. And if you can be quick about it, you can actually do it so that it's a nice, straight, fast line. It'll take a bit of practice, but that's often the way I do my streaks, as I start at the sharpest point and then bring it up. Oftentimes, because uh, if you finish down and you're drawing your streaks downward, oftentimes the paint gathers and it'll create a bulbous end to it. And so then you gotta kind of draw the excess off. That's often why I, I it's an upward motion as I do streaks. Of course, the other thing you could also try if you're if you're more comfortable bringing jeez, oh, this person's face is freaking me out. Um, another thing you could try also too. <laughs> here's one: um, the streaks. You see how like you're you're, you're uh, perpendicular to the ground. These streaks are not, and they should be. That's not a huge issue. It's not a biggie. But yeah, something to watch out for. I think I suspect you were painting this and you stopped here and did this one and then you continued on and you're holding the model and you just went straight down from the thing. Yeah, they would be perpendicular to the ground. So, yeah. Something else to consider. Yeah, see like so the cannon. Would the cannon, those streaks, would they run straight back? If the cannon was pointing straight up, those streaks would run straight to the ground, right? But because it's on an angle, those streaks would actually be on an angle, straight down, right? Because the reason that behind this weathering is to imagine that, you know, it, there's uh, a corrosive atmosphere or something along those lines, right? And it's it's eroding the armor, it's making rustiness, and you know what I mean? It's just, and so the weathering would always get pulled towards the center of gravity kind of thing, and so always try and remember those kind of things when you're creating these uh, these little effects but thank you Nicholas for sharing this with us um, I think it looks great um, and keep going and yeah uh, I think you're like your painting is nice and neat and you know looks good I, I don't I don't have anything you know terribly uh, you know, anything I would nitpick about it. I mean, I can I can tell that you're you're still growing, and you know you're you're on the right track. I'll I'll definitely say that you're on the right track. Um, and uh, you know, keep going, keep with it, man, keep with it. Ba 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 ba. Necron Dominator, could you repeat that last bit? My feed just spazzed out. Um, maybe. Liberius, I like thick ones. Who doesn't? <laughs> Uncle Servo. Oh. He's talking about Necron Diamond. Inspire me to hashtag another paint job I put on Instagram. I love the tank, by the way. It looks cool so far. Yeah, it does. It looks good. Don't get me wrong. It looks good. It was a good it's a good paint job. But place colors in places where it should be. It's not really terribly messy. The paint doesn't look really, really thick that it's obscuring details. And you know what I mean? Like all these kind of really early on kind of uh, somebody who's relatively, really relatively new to the hobby, uh, common, you know, uh, rookie mistakes. Um, no, I don't really see that there. I mean, you know, you're obviously getting, you've got a firm grasp of what's going on. You just, you're fine. You just got to start fine tuning that stuff now. That's all you got to do. 
Necron, Dawnbreaker, my angle are all wrong. Yeah, that's that's all right. That's all right. I wouldn't bother correcting that. Leave it. That way you go, oh, right, I did make that mistake there before. And that way, your next ones, you're more conscious of it, right? Whereas if you go in and correct it, and you're like, you know. I mean, the only reason to go back and do that is, you know what I mean? Like if you're, yeah, I don't know, entering in a competition or something like that, right? But if these are gaming pieces, don't worry about it. Go on to your next project. Just bear that in mind what from there to do that, you know. Bum, ba -dum, bum, bum. Uncle Servo, I gotta paint up a bunch of orcs. Someone's gotta tame my son's space wolves. <laughs> tame them, man. Ebb and flow, sup everybody. Sup, Ebb and Flow. Necron Donbringer. Thanks, Chris. I learn more all the time. Excellent. That's excellent. That's excellent. And that's that's a very healthy attitude. I I I really wish that, you know, you were in the majority, but you're actually kind of in the minority on that. It feels a lot of times that, you know, people are just not willing to take the time to learn. Not take the time and patience to properly analyze where they've gone wrong and learn, you know, because that's because learning, believe it or not, is a lot of self reflection. And in painting, there's a lot of self reflection, you know, him and Hob or this and that, and you know, Grim, there he is, Grim. Oh, he's talking ebb and flow. Not much, just watching, waiting for thunderstorms. The thunderstorms. Grim's in Florida, so. Um, at least I think you're still in Florida, right? You're still in Florida, right? And, you know, anybody who's been to Florida knows they get some pretty wicked weather there. Wicked. Like, proper wicked. Let's do another Facebook question. Do I have any more Facebook questions? Was that it? Was that all I had for Facebook questions? Are you serious? Yeah. Okay, well, guess what? I don't have any more questions. This might be a short show, people. <laughs> it might be a short show. Painting Auxilum, was there any other questions within that anybody wanted to share no no yeah okay that's fine there's only a few questions again like i said this show is all about you guys helping you guys and if you guys have no questions i'm not needed right <laughs> starmec top half of my war dog has been uploaded to instagram uh war dog war dog Was that the Imperial Knight thing? The blue and gold? Was that you? I don't know. Pretty sure we showed that one. We were talking about that one first. Grim, I am indeed still in the sunshine state. I will be making cookies for Mini Wargaming within the next few days as well. Cool. Thank you. Awesome. I know the boys... Do enjoy some Grim Cookies. Although the name Grim Cookies kind of sounds a little bit foreboding, you know. Come enjoy the Grim Cookie. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't want a Grim Cookie. No. 
but it tastes like banana. I don't want it. No. They're sweet. <laughs> They're made with bran. No! <laughs> I don't know where I was going with any of that, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> Necron Dauber, what do you call a zoo with only a dog in it? What do you call a zoo with only a dog in it? I don't know. <laughs> what do you call a zoo with only a dog in it? Oh, <laughs> a shih tzu. <laughs> ah, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Lavarius, if we have no questions, then you're doing a good job. Um... Am I? <laughs> I should always have lots of questions. Because even I have questions at times. So there should always be questions. Maybe not too frequent. And maybe this is one of those days where, you know, everybody's pretty content with where they're going with their stuff. And next week, as we keep painting, and it's like, oh, no, I forgot to ask about this or that. And I was working on this, and, you know, I ran into this problem, you know. So that's all fine. <laughs> Uh, Grim, a bark. Oh, well played. <laughs> Uncle Servo. <laughs> Ebb and flow. On the extended family vacation, some of the kids refused to try the falafel I made because my fiance kept calling it a full of awful. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's just, that's just wrong. <laughs> um, that doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. You're trying to convince your kids and other adults are going like no i don't i don't want that. that that looks awful right see me i'm not a picky eater i'll i'll eat whatever and uh, yeah i'll eat grasshoppers i'll eat earthworms i'll eat bark i'll eat any kind of animal walk crawls flies or swims on this planet i'll eat it <laughs> grows i mean i'm sure there's a limit but i have I have not I've not reached that point where I go, oh I wouldn't even touch that. You know. So yeah, I'll try it. Not my favorite thing. I wouldn't, you know, eat it again, but I'd eat it, you know. Necron Dunbringer. Well, I'm currently painting a giant model of Cthulhu. What? Hashtag that, man. <laughs> you guys got man, you guys get me all worked up about these projects here everybody's working on. I, I recently painted my Cthulhu. I, I'd gotten a model. Um, man, I, can, I cannot say the guy's last name. George. Uh, posts are on all my social medias. Uh, I post it on Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. But I did this model. It's not a model. It's, it's a bust. It's a sculpture. It's a statue. This artist here, hold on. Yeah. This artist is just fantastic. Uh, he's from Greece. I've been watching his work. This sculpture is from 2017. And I saw this when he posted it. And I was like, oh man, this thing is really, really cool. I have to get one. And I was like, oh, I'll get one. I'll get one later. Oh, and I, oh, I forgot about it. And oh, you know what I mean? All these different reasons to forget to, you know, purchase something that, you know, is really cool. And I fully endorse spending the money on the artist who sculpted it. If you see these at somebody else's store and you suspect it's a recast, don't freaking buy it. 
buy it from the artist support the artist and yeah and this is like I, I, this one i had a lot of fun with i saw this sculpture way back when now here the camera is not <laughs> it's not really doing it a lot of justice but it does have a uh, color shift paint on it let me see if i can put it closer to the light can i get more closer to that's as close as i can get with this light but you can kind of see there's a bit of purple there's green on the front you can see how it changes see and then there's also red color shift which goes to a gold on the ends of the tentacles <laughs> so yeah i'm gonna bring this guy home today uh he's gonna sit in my office at home in my other little studio yeah i had a lot of fun though I, this this was a lot of fun he's got other sculpts and he does like fantasy type stuff you know he's got like orcs and goblins and there was oh there's a really great one i, th I was looking at uh it's kind of like a satyr uh which is the kind of a beast man kind of i can't remember what the hell it's called uh i think guardian of the woods or wildwood guardian or something like that i can't remember what it, it's an, it looks like it's an might be an older sculpt of his but it's fantastic it's like he's got armor and he's got like you know the big uh, satyr horns and yeah it's just really 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 cool I really like it yeah so I think I'm gonna, I want I might have to bring my 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 Gundam home as well because I got to start working on my Gundam I gotta get my more of my Gundam because I got another I got another couple kits I, I want to pick up and I gotta I made a promise that I would get kits done before acquiring another kit you know so I made a promise to myself not to my wife or anything like that because don't make don't make promises you can't keep no yeah that's it <laughs> uh Nick Fink there she is do you have any advice on how to compose a mural on a miniature what terms I should look up to research it to paint a mural on a miniature um well I mean like if you're looking for uh like doing like uh like for example, if you were going to take a, uh, you know, the Mona Lisa and put that on the armor of a model, right? You got enough surface area there. It's all about the canvas space, right? And I mean, obviously the bigger the model, like Titans and stuff like that have great surface area. And that's why you see it often. They'll have a lot of free-handed uh, work on there. And free-handing, I think, is the common term in miniature painting as far as reproducing uh, historical pieces, artwork, on a you know on a surface uh typically and within miniature painting it's it's often referred to as freehanding so yeah um but of course nitfink you have to you know you have to show me what you're working on i mean i'm curious now because i know you like i know you have the skill set to create because yeah because you were you're showing some of your work you had done on nails right on uh, on uh, fingernails so i know that you have you have the skill set to to achieve this um and if you can do that yeah you can do any model surface it's it's that's it's gonna be nothing it's gonna be easy it's an old bag no old hat 
What's the expression? <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. You're you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. Come on. <laughs> Grim, I noticed on my walkers that I forgot to color their kneecaps. However, I already put shade wash on them. Would you uh, would you say it would be a good idea cleaning it off? A little bit to paint up the knees uh now you can put the paint right on there to be more precise i have a good base but i forgot to put another coat to make it look more metallic no you can just apply another thing and if need be come in deliberately apply shade wash and you know what i mean and be deliberate uh you can, as long as you've kept your your, your layers th relatively thin you'll be able to come back and just apply another layer and you'll be fine you, you know it's not like it's gonna be you know this thick of paint or something like that you know you'll be okay if I'm interpreting what you're talking about correctly. <laughs> Maytree27. Hello from Holland. Well, hello from Canada, Maytree. I'm in Canada. You're in Holland. I'm in Canada. Canada. <laughs> Evan Flo. Chris, that piece always reminds me of the works of Derek Hess. I'm not familiar with Derek Hess. Derek Hess. Work of Derek Hess. You got me. You've peaked. You've piqued my interest. You had my curiosity. No. <laughs> I can't remember how the line goes now. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, Derek Hess. Images. Oh. Okay. No, I'm not familiar with this guy. Um, I'm seeing a lot of line work. It looks like a lot of ink. Uh, he likes the black and white with the red. I like that style too. Don't get me wrong. I think I've done a few pieces like this. Uh, I don't know what this kind of style would be called. But yeah. Very, very cool. I dig it. I might have to explore more of this guy's work. Interesting. No, I'm, I'm, I wasn't. I'm not familiar with this guy. You know, there's not a lot of modern artists that I'm, you know, I'm up on so yeah very cool Necron uh, Donbringer okay I'll Instagram a work in progress for you it's still early stages oh, I, I don't, man I don't care I just want to see man just post whatever people you can just post whatever on the Instagram just hashtag it painting it's whatever it doesn't even have to be a question you can just show off what you're working on yeah whatever anyway uh, be warned it's pretty big okay Grim, good to know, thanks. You are indeed understanding it correctly. <laughs> well, sometimes, Grim, sometimes. Sometimes not, not so much. Sometimes I'm kind of dense. It all depends. It all depends how much caffeine I've had. If I had a, ca a lot of caffeine, then all the pistons are firing. And I'm like a two-stroke engine. Uh, two-cylinder, I should say, not two-stroke. <laughs> anyway, you know what I mean. Never mind. Anyway, wrong show, wrong show. <laughs> Nidfink, I'm working on a contest entry right now, and I promise to send in a picture when it is finished. I'm more trying, I'm more trying to consolidate separate images into a cohesive mural. Interesting. So, like, are like okay? So, basically, you're taking these other elements. Now, are you gonna like compose it? and then try and imagine the shape that you're going to work with within 
Is that what you're going to do? Because that's kind of how I would do it. Like if I was going to take uh, something along the lines of, uh, let's say, some Renaissance pieces, you know, different artists and what have you, but I wanted to combine them into one kind of image, and I was going to do it on, say, like a Titan on the shoulder pad, right? And I would probably make a rough shape of it and then compose it so that I had it, all the elements there and then duplicate that and apply it to the surface. If I was looking to do it very quickly, I'd probably turn that image into a transfer and apply it to the model's surface. If I was just going to straight up just, yeah, I need to get it done. I need to get it done. I'm just going to copy that, make it a transfer, cut it out, apply it to the model surface, and then bang, bingo, Bob's your uncle, right? I never used that expression, and it sounded weird coming out of my mouth. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'll be honest. That sounded weird. <laughs> uh, okay. okay, so let's quickly have a look over at the painting auxilium hashtag side of things <gasps> you got that thing no freaking way man I'm super jelly I'm super jelly man that is freaking awesome oh man this thing's huge huge Nicholas, I'm I am mad jelly. Wicked sick mad jelly. <laughs> Grim. Bob is one of my uncles. It seems you know too much. <laughs> okay, Grim. Anyway. Yeah. Oh man, I saw pictures of this. I saw this a while back. I can't remember who posts who um, who creates this. Is it uh Cool Mini or not that produces this? Oh, man. Yeah. Um, dude. Man, dude. Dude, man. <laughs> wow, look at that back. Don't pop all of those. <laughs> Damn, dude. Damn. Yeah, I'm jelly. I'm jelly. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. And yes, I realize it's a work of progress. You're probably going to be working on that for a while. Definitely keep me up to date on that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's freaking cool, man. Oh. I... Set, post post a link where where everybody can get one of these one of those kits because can people buy it? I assume people can buy it, right? It's probably a couple bucks, I'm sure, at least. Because that's what resin is it resin? Anyway, uh, Starmax, wow, awesome! I know Necron Dawnbringer. It almost touches the top of the table when underneath it. <laughs> wow. Grim, that's a really neat piece. Oh, it's it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I'm totally looking forward to seeing what you do with it. Really looking forward to it. 
Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, oh, man, that'd be awesome. I, I, I'd like to pick one up. Anyway, Necron Dogbringer, click the arrow tool. Click the arrow two. I got it on the Kickstarter. The wings aren't attached. Feels like spongy plastic. Oh, so it's probably PVC. Uh, who is it? Who is it that makes this? Uh, this kit. I have no idea who makes this. Is it Cool Mini or not? Or is it like somebody else? I, I'm afraid I do not know. Kickstarter, eh? Simpson, eh? I'll check the Kickstarter, please. Or post the link. Post the link. If you've still got it. Because, damn, that is really, really cool. Thank you. Uh, uh, Nicholas? Is it Nicholas? For sharing that. That's very, very cool. Very, very awesome. Uh, yeah, post the link. And, um, yeah. So, if we have no other Facebook questions, right? We have no other Facebook Then, yeah. We can do it. We can do a short one today, unless of course uh, somebody made a post. So yeah, I'll talk a little bit here. Uh, painting classes, people, PayPal, painting auxilum, live painting classes in the mini wargaming bunker every Saturday, 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, that time can possibly change depending on the length of class, such as that. Uh, starting August 17th of this year. Painting Auxilium, painting classes. Here we are. We're at this point now. We're going to be doing this. So, you're going to be in the area. Sign up. We have, uh, if you click the link, it takes you to, uh, like, the uh, little event thing that, um, you know, you can, you can purchase tickets and such. Um, so, yeah, but painting auxilium, painting classes, we're doing them here in the bunker, so anybody can come in, you know, and of course, uh, we're going to try and have all the events for the month posted, so um, I'm going to have to get my butt on it, but I will have to create all the other posts so that people, if, you know, hey, I'm going to be in the area uh, near, near the end of the month or, you know, what have you, I will purchase a ticket for, you know, doing it, right, so, yeah. Uh, Necron Dawnbringer. Oh, he posted a link for the, uh, it's Cthulhu Death May Die. Oh. Yeah, okay, so you can click that here. Hold on, let's, let's go over here. Here, here we go. Ooh, look at that. Okay. Oh, it comes with a tiny little Cthulhu. Oh, ever cute little Cthulhu, <laughs> but with a big guy. Where's the? Because I, I mean, like you know, how much? How much for the big guy? I, I just want to know how much for the big guy. He said it's a PVC, right? So that's um, it's pretty soft stuff. Sorry, I'm still scrolling through this. If people keep hearing my thing clacking, clickety clacking. Oh man. The sculpts are really cool. Look at all the monsters. It's awesome. Yeah, that's really, really cool. Very, very cool. Okay, so hold on here. Let me... Where's the big guy? Oh, there's the big guy. So a purchase of 250 gets you the big guy. Okay. I gotcha. 
Very, very cool. Oh man, look at that thing. But can can you get it separately? Oh, look at that model. Good gosh. Painted by Mr. Angel Hernandez. Very, very cool. Oh, you know what? Maybe that's where I saw it. Because I follow him on Instagram. And, yeah. Yeah, that's probably where I saw it. Anyway. Very cool. Thank you for sending that. Um, Necron. Donbringer. Ebb and flow, weigh the brush, moving to Sundays officially. Uh, yeah, it's looking that way. Um, the 17th, so obviously weigh the brush won't air on the 17th. It'll probably air on the, um, what's after 17? 18. So, yeah, probably. Maybe. Most likely. Who knows? <laughs> um, Necron Dunringer. I don't know if you can get it anymore, though. 250 for the game, plus the big guy. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a deal. I, I think that's a deal. Because, yeah, and if you've already got them, and I don't, is the game, did you already get all the game and everything like that? Did you get that already? Because, yeah. I mean, like, there's a lot of really great looking little figures in there. I'm not a huge fan of the PVC plastic, though, but, you know, big piece like that. Because the other piece I like is um, uh, Reaper. Reaper Bones. They have a Cthulhu, and I wanted to do something with that kit as well. I have an idea for a piece with that and yeah not that i'm really huge into cthulhu or anything like that but it's just a fun f fun universe you know so anyway <laughs> captain spasmo cthulhu death may die kickstarter yes uh it actually came before the game oh really well still waiting for his copy captain spasmo oh no 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 yeah um, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, hopefully for suckers like me, they, uh, they make that big guy available for, uh, as a separate purchase because that would be just really super of them <laughs> to do that, you know? Uh, Oh, we have one more thing posted into the Instagram side of things. This one's from our good buddy, Joshua. The full body work in progress on War Dog. So again, uh, I yeah, that looks like metallic blue, right? Like I'm not seeing things. That's metallic blue you're using. Very cool. I like it. Was the modeling I'm seeing, is that intentional? Or is that uh, because you're using, say, a blue contrast on top of metallic? Is that what I'm seeing? Um, if that's the case on the larger surfaces and if you're not happy with seeing those kind of brush strokes like that I would highly recommend using a little sponge like the little sponges that come with some blister packs and stuff like that uh, I've done a video on my channel about uh, applying contrast paints on smooth surface and I think on top of metallics I think that's a really great look if you use the sponge on the flat surfaces like that with the metallic and did the contrast i think that would look really freaking fantastic and yeah i dig it though i like it if if the modeling was not intentional i don't know because i saw from the other image it looked like it was kind of intentional so um but i'm looking at it at this angle and it looks it looks more like how the brush stroke was finishing because i'm not seeing it on other elements of the model i'm only seeing it on the big care paste part 
and I'm not really seeing it on the thigh or the cod or the feet so yeah Captain Spasmo oh well I guess I have to build and paint my warlord definitely uh, Star Mech, silver base with the blue contrast. Okay. Uh, the big base on top that then got a layer of black to look cloudy. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Okay, interesting. Very cool. Uh, Captain Spasmo, stippling with contrast? Yeah, basically. Uh, I've On my channel, on my personal channel, I have a video showing a an alternate way of applying contrast to a tank surface, which essentially is an uh, allegory for... Uh, you know, applying contrast to a, a flat surface because contrast on a flat surface, uh, the brush strokes are very apparent and, um, you know, not ideal a lot of the times. But you can use that quality to your advantage, especially if you're using a sponge because then you can be very deliberate and create this random textured kind of look to a surface. So, again, it's kind of a making lemon lemonade from lemons kind of situation right but yeah um very, very cool thank you uh joshua jones for sharing that with us uh the intended to look cloudy yeah that's what i figured i mean once you said you threw the black on there because see on that image there it, it didn't i couldn't quite see the black because there's like this haze on the picture um so it looked and like the other image it looked kind of mottled and it looked pretty deliberate. And then whereas this image, it, I wasn't sure if it was deliberate, but if you're saying it's black with the with the blue, then yeah, obviously, yeah. Looks very cool. Don't get me wrong. Looks cool. Uh, I would do it, though, on the other surfaces, on the thighs, the cod pieces, and not just the armored piece, you know. mix intended to look cloudy, yes. Uh, Captain Spasmo, would pre-wetting the surface help? Uh, if you're applying it over a flat area with contrasts? It's... See, the, the problem is... Is the brush uh, and the nature of the pigment. Because the pigment is transparent. So, imagine, okay? Imagine normally when we use opaque colors. Okay, we can lay a big flat layer of opaque color and it's all one uniform because it's opaque. <clears throat> Light is only penetrating so far through that surface and then bouncing back and you're seeing the color. So, if light is only penetrating so far of that surface, of that paint, then it looks fairly uniform and only the actual physical texture is apparent. And so that's why you want to eliminate brush strokes because that way you get a nice smooth coverage. But with transparencies... Okay, the brush strokes, regardless of how smooth you get it on the surface, your brush strokes will be more apparent because the paint will gather. And where paint gathers when you're dealing with the transparency, the more intense and deeper the color becomes. Because the light is passing completely through the surface and coming back to your eyes. Is that making sense? So that's why opaque colors, uh, you can lay them on top and the color will read back to you pretty you know normal and it's not until you start really thinning the color down to a glaze consistency that you see the under color appearing through with these contrast colors because they're transparent the and that is by design of course that the under color shows through but when dealing with large flat surfaces 
your brush strokes are basically creating those surface details. So if you pre-wet the surface, you're still going to have that problem, although it may spread out more. But because that surface has become wet, you may actually thin the color down and it may end up pooling more in ways that you may not want. So there is that. Uh, Star Mix. It got stuck mostly on the side and the back. Okay. Uh, ba -da -ba -ba. Captain Spasmo, thinking of tide marks on large flat areas. Yeah, like I said, like I showed, I showed a video. Yeah, and I've talked about this in the, before. Like this side of the rhino here. Oh. Ugh. I can't. It's kind of hard to show. Uh, watch the videos. <laughs> um, this side of the tank, you can see the paint is smooth, right? You can see how the light plays on the surface, right? The paint's smooth. But the brush strokes are very apparent here. Let me see if I can pull this up. Here we go. All right, here, let's see if I can get this light over here more. You guys can kind of see. You can see, right? Uh, yeah. You can see the brush strokes, right? So, not really fun, but going to the other side and I stippled the other side and you can see how oh, it doesn't look quite so bad and in fact you could make that work to your advantage to create a look on your model right I also showed thinning the color way down that's with medium and that's with using a wash brush because that was the other thing is that Initially, this side here, I had applied it with a, a bit of a firmer bristle brush. I used the normal large brush. And people were like, no, 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 use the shade wash brush. The proper large shade wash brush. So I use it on that surface. And you still see the apparent brush strokes. Right? That's the nature of the transparency. That That's... If you want perfectly smooth, opaque color, use smooth, opaque colors. Trans the these these contrast paints are not going to do that for you. Large flat areas, you might as well go about it in the normal sense. Use an opaque color, give it a shade wash. It's not going to speed up your process for for larger surfaces. Textures, details, stuff like that. Oh, definitely contrast shines. It's hard to beat contrast in that regards, but large flat areas not so much. Bum, ba -dum, ba -dum, ba -dum. Starmex that may work better. I only have access to airbrushes or to brushes, no airbrush. Don't know any beginner-friendly ones. I can't pass them. Oh, only spitballing. I tend to do candles with an airbrush. Okay. All right. So, uh, I think we're done. Yeah. Captain Spazzo, Badger have good ones. Good beginners. Yes, definitely. A Patriot 105. Um, I use that all the time. Uh, that's the first brush I really, when I start really doing airbrushing, that's the brush. Uh, a Wada, I'm sure is perfectly fine and fantastic. Uh, but I've only really, really used Badger. And, you know, 
and I know the owner, and he's a really good dude, and you know he creates a fantastic product, and uh, he's very accommodating, and he's a, just an all-around good dude. So, you know, I li I prefer to keep that kind of relationship uh, than somebody who I have no idea who they are, and you know, I have no particular you know uh, allegiances to, you know. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, I want to thank you guys for tuning in today. Uh, I think we're going to head out. So, again, Painting Auxilium, starting this month, physical painting class. So if you're going to be visiting us here at the Mini Wargaming Bunker, check out the, uh, check it out. We're posting on the Facebooks, I think on the Instagrams as well. And, you know, watch all the social medias. Mini Wargaming on social media, watch all of it because, you know, we're always posting stuff. And, um, you know, Mike likes to post different things across different areas. And, you know, so you kind of have to watch it all to get everything, you know get it all so yeah painting classes they're happening now uh there also will be an online as well so keep an eye out for that uh i'm expecting to start that pretty soon as well uh have not made any uh particular things of it yet but pa online painting classes so physical basically think this but a class with a structure, rather than me just rambling on about stuff. <laughs> uh, and again, uh, watch the Facebook posts on Wednesdays, Mini Wargaming Facebook page. Post your questions, ask you, and post your uh, post your questions, post your pictures, whatever. Post them there. Read them on the show. Uh, and of course, if you're attending live, you can always ask in the chat. Don't be afraid. This is a safe and open place for you to ask your questions. Nobody's going to ridicule you here everybody's uh open arms and loving and just accepting and you know yeah so um and of course painting auxilium hashtag uh on instagram want to share your photos and stuff there by all means share them there hell you seen how fast it was to share those that stuff with me right then and there right so <sighs> what else was that it i think that's it so thank you for tuning in guys uh and girls and um other beings um thank you for tuning in today uh i will see you guys later next week will there be a show next week i think there'll be a show next week i couldn't tell you actually let's assume there is a show next week maybe <laughs> captain we love the chris chaos <laughs> it is kind of chaotic at times sometimes 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 and Nitfink, yes. Thanks, Nitfink. Yeah. Um, Nitfink. Pictures. I want pictures. I want to see. Of course, I suppose you, you want to keep it kind of, uh, you know, top secret till the, till the revealing. But any hints, you know, throw some hints my way. I'll be down. Be down. I'm not making any sense anymore. Uh, I'm going to go before I make it complete jerk of myself <laughs> oh man it's friday let's, let's get out of here <laughs>